0: So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire.
1: Welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. I'm your host, Michael McGuire, and I'm happy that you're with us this week. We're going to talk about investing 101. So we're going to talk about just the the fundamentals of investing. It's going to be a, a frank conversation with you and me and my co-host Tony Shore, who I'm about to introduce. But but uh, well, Tony, I'll just introduce you, Tony. Today, I just want to just just talk like we're we're sitting together against a, a, a across the table kitchen table, and we're just going to talk about what it means to invest and and the different ways that you can do that
0: all right well that sounds fun and i'm glad i'm a part of the show today thanks for having me on the air and anytime somebody says 101 i just i always hearken back to my radio station days 101 kdwb
1: <laughs> i love it That yeah. is you, <laughs> such a great radio voice you have tony <laughs> i love it of course how many years did you do that for about 35 yeah just a few
0: you're just listening few. to mcguire rock radio
1: <laughs> I, like. I love it.
0: Financial Rock Radio with Michael McGuire in the mornings.
1: I love it. Well, before we jump into this uh, rock and roll show, uh, how was your <laughs> week? What did you do this week?
0: Well, it's been pretty busy. Last weekend, I had to go down and see my parents again, and it's about a four-hour drive one way, and I've been going down every weekend trying to help my dad out. Good son. Yep, yep. And on the farm, because he's out there all alone now, So, uh, and he's getting up there. He's about 79. So, Yeah. Uh, I've been helping mom and dad out, and then we go visit mom, and uh, she has Parkinson's, so she's in the home. But it was really good seeing them this past weekend, and they both seem to be doing pretty good. and. They were happy to see me, which makes me feel good, and uh, that's rewarding, helping them out. Uh, Otherwise, I've just been busy. How about you? I know you've been really busy lately, meeting with clients. This is a busy time of year because everybody's Trying to do that year-end planning tax planning medicare open enrollment things like that right
1: yeah you know um during our block on this on this uh program uh justin is gonna be on and 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 uh talk about just that this enrollment period but today uh, we're gonna talk about the one-on-one investing but my week has been busy now it's been busy with work but he has also been busy with life. I, uh, I here Here's a public service announcement. If you have uh, something on your skin that doesn't look quite right, go in and see your dermatologist. And if you don't have one, get one. You know, Tony, I am truly a fair-skinned irishman i mean it's Me so i spent a yeah, lot I'm yeah, very
0: fair-skinned and irish so
1: I, I spent lots of time in the sun as a kid and uh, uh today at 56 i'm paying for it so i noticed a spot on my forehead last week i've actually noticed it that that's not true i've noticed it for the last about two months and i decided you know mike you need to go in it just doesn't look quite right and so I went in uh, last week and they did a biopsy and then I got a phone call yesterday mm-hmm. that said uh, Mike you've got skin cancer and oh, so i'm oh. like what and so this morning at 8 a.m i uh they went in and the good news is caught it very early he said mike i have zero concern and and they did a little surgery and and removed it and probably have a scar now on my forehead so uh mm-hmm. but you know it looks so, like harry potter now
0: yeah yeah forehead, exactly
1: right? exactly. so public <laughs> service announcement don't put that off what if i had put that off and uh you know, you no telling what could have happened there. Um, wasn't it Bob Marley that ignored uh, a spot on his body and ended up dying from the, do you know that? That's oh, I don't know. No, I don't know that story, yeah, but I, I, it I wouldn't surprise Bob. me
0: because he was in the sun a lot. You know, he was Jamaican and he liked to yep. spend time in the sun. So
1: I'm pretty sure um, that that is true. And as we're talking, I am Googling to see. <laughs> <laughs> sure. is, well, yeah, is, I hadn't heard that. I mean, I know Bob Marley passed
0: away much too young. Yeah. But, he, uh, maybe it he, was skin cancer.
1: I think it was. I had never heard that, you but, know, and
0: I usually know about these music trivia things but to be honest i don't know a lot about bob marley so. somebody
1: right now if that's not the truth they're going what is he talking about that did not <laughs> happen that way uh, i i'm gonna we're, we're gonna have to get to the bottom of that I'm, I'm pretty sure that's that's true but um regardless if you've got a spot on your skin go take care of it um anyway yeah, he died so, of
0: skin cancer in 1981 yeah. it was melanoma skin cancer yes, in 1981 yes. Uh, he was only 36 years old.
1: Yep. He and, ignored it. Uh, I remember uh, that.
0: You, it's the skincancer.org, the main website, nonprofit for skin cancer awareness. Uh, they have
1: an article that says Bob Marley should not have died
0: from melanoma.
1: Yep, he just ignored it and went on, and, and I, it was like on his toe. I don't remember that for sure either, but it was a, a, an odd spot, uh, but I think he was aware of it, and he just ignored it. So I don't well, know if he was aware of his cancer, but um, so anyway. Um, yeah, I don't
0: think until he went in it, it had already spread to his lungs and his brain, so it was too late.
1: Yep, so it's important in life to to plan. And also don't ignore, you know, some warning signs. If, if if something's flashing red, you know, and also I'm, I'm a big believer in, in, listen to your gut, you know, listen to what it's telling you, not in life, not just in my world of finance. And, and, um, but today, um, I want to talk about some of the things that, that listen, you and the audience are going to, some of this stuff's just going to seem routine to you, you know, but, but, but it's good to refresh and it's really good that if you're listening to me and you want your kids or your grandkids to know more, I, I love doing this. So you bring them in, you come in. I, I want you to, to understand that from this conversation that hey, that guy knows what he's talking about. And I can, I can learn something from him. Because at the end of the day, I really want to be um, that financial coach. I want to be that that go-to person. And so I want you in your mind to think about in investing, there's really two categories that things fall in. That first category I'm going to talk about is what we call the fixed income side, we'll we'll call it the the bond side. It's where you're loaning money out to someone or some entity and in return, you're expecting to receive interest, okay? So, you know, if we, uh, Tony, we go into a bank and we loan them our money, we get what's called a certificate, a deposit. It's basically a certificate that says, hey, Mike or Tony or whoever has come into the bank and they have loaned us money. And in return, we're gonna give them this piece of paper that certifies that they've done that and that we're gonna pay them interest for a predetermined amount of time. We could could buy a five-year CD, we could buy a a five-month CD, now what the bank's going to do is they're going to take your money and go loan it somebody at a higher rate than they're paying you it's just business just how that works but we're getting a backing typically from the government and fdic up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars um per social security number and, and and per person so that's one thing we can do with money on this side of the table we could tony loan money to a company now that's called a corporate bond. And if we we decided to loan money to, and, and realize that in my world as a fiduciary, as a financial advisor, I'm only dealing with public companies. Um, so there's private companies and public companies. Public companies are companies that you can have ownership in through a brokerage firm, um, such as we use a custodian called Charles Schwab. And and so when you loan money to a company let's let's say you decide to loan money to um, I don't know I'll just make pick one uh, Dollar general. Dollar general um, is in need they're expanding let's say they're opening more stores. well where do they get that money from? Well they they may go to the bond market fixed income market and borrow it from people like you and me and so we loan money to Dollar General, and then they guarantee us that they're going to pay us back at a predetermined time and for a predetermined interest rate. So it's an IOU on the side. It's safer than the other side we're going to talk about here in a minute. What if we loan money to the good old U.S. government? Well, you'll hear the terms U.S. Treasury bill, U.S. Treasury note, U.S. Treasury, Treasury bond you're just simply loaning money to Uncle Sam either from uh, a month to to a year or from a year on to 10 years and 10 years on those are called bonds those are t- called treasury notes when they're they're uh past a year to 10 years and a treasury bill matures within a year so it's a backing a guarantee from the government you're loaning them money for the country to to do what the country does, which is spend a lot of money. Um, They're going to use your money to help run the country, and in return, they're promising to pay you back your money plus interest. Um, You could loan money out to an insurance company. That's called an annuity. So it's a contract between you and the insurance company, and again, they are guaranteeing that you're going to get back your money, uh, and they're going to pay you a certain amount of interest uh, while they use it. Uh, you can loan money out to state of Oklahoma. So when the state needs money, they call that a municipal bond or a tax-free bond, and you're absolutely loaning money out to to help. Maybe it's the Grand River Dam Authority or the Oklahoma Turnpike. But when you're driving down a turnpike and, and you're paying a toll, part of that, toll that you're paying is going to pay back principal and interest for the people like you and me that could loan the state money to build that highway so uh, in your mind kind of recap when you loan money out to somebody we call that fixed income or investing in bonds and that's either to a corporation to the state to the u.s government to uh, an insurance company or to a bank Tony, there's they that Wall Street tries to make things complicated. There's deriv- <laughs> derivatives of that, but it's that's it. Um, and on that, now, now that's the one side. The other side of the table that I want you to think about is when you own things. So, uh, when you own something, let's say like a company that you decide to. Start a company, Tony. Mm -hmm. Let's say you decide to start a radio station. Now, when we normally start something, it's called a private company. In other words, you use your own money, you money from friends, relatives, go to the bank, get a loan. But the truth is, it's not open to anybody. It's just who you ask. That's a private company. Where, where somebody like myself, a financial advisor, gets involved is when you've really grown to the point that you become public, where you've offered initial public offering of your shares. You've offered people ownership in your company to, the public and then you get listed on on an exchange so when you uh, let's go back to my example dollar general so dollar general not only bars money on that other side of the table that safer side they also have the stock the ownership and the company so when you're on this side of the table it's equity investing you have ownership and and why would we buy dollar general And, and, and first of all this is not an endorsement to go buy any stock they were talking about or any mutual fund right, or right. because I gotta get to know know you if you're listening to me a phone call to me will we'll start a relationship where you you and me um uh create a financial plan for you and that involves learning your risk tolerance and 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 just me understanding your unique needs. But to my example if a person were to buy Dollar General, and I'm just pulling that out of the air, um, here's the deal. If we put $10,000 in Dollar General, what are we hoping for? Well, we're hoping that that company will grow and get larger, bring in more money, and then the value of that investment of 10,000 also increases. So as that company goes up in value, you own shares of it, your shares will go up. That's the reason why people invest on that side. So when we're talking about brand new companies or that are fairly new in their, their, their life, it's growth there i hear i hear our guest our third guest a <laughs> special guest wants, uh, uh, wants love, to have a say i love coco, coco loves investing in stocks so
0: <laughs> coco the yeah.
1: talking bird uh, Talk, always
0: coco. welcome on the show
1: yes coco is my pet cockatoo folks and she is uh, an awesome bird but very loud at times so now you buy Dollar general and your hopes are that dollar general goes up in value. And if that happens, you might sell it. So you put in 10,000, it grew, it doubled, you know, you look at it and it's worth 20,000. You sell it. You either pay a capital gain short or long, or it went down in value. You lost money. That's, that's really the main reason people buy brand new growth type companies. The, when a company gets Older, they 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 they're not expanding. In other words, they're not raising money or borrowing money as much to open new 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 locations. And in and, and at the end of the day, they're doing great. They've paid their light bills, pay their employees, they've done all that. They've got money left over. Then the, a company like that may decide to give that leftover money, that net income, to the owners, and they do that in the form of what we call a dividend. A dividend's like interest, folks. So what's really going on is you're receiving some of the profits in the form of a dividend. So when you're investing on on this other side of the table, this growth side, this equity side, you're doing it in hopes of a couple of things, that the company goes up in value. That's always your hope. And then you may also receive some nice dividends. And it, it really just depends on, on what the... Uh, what the age of the company is, and where they are in their growth patterns. So uh, I I deal with, and people like me, deal with U.S. domestic public companies. We also deal with foreign, outside the U.S. And and so then there's many different, you know what, you can own Tony land. You can go out and buy raw land and hope that uh, the city around it grows and develops or it's out in the country and, 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 and people start moving out there or you can buy apartments or single family homes, you know, same deal. You're buying that asset in hopes that it goes up in value. Now, folks, anytime you keep an asset more than a year right now, the tax structure gives you an advantage for you. It's a long term capital gain. It's a more fair, favorable interest rate on that profit you made. If you get in and out quick, you know, that's a short term. Within a year, you bought it and you sold it. Now you're going to pay like ordinary income tax on it. So it matters when you buy and when you sell. Um, You can do you can buy gold you can buy silver on this side of the table you you have more risk because there's no IOU there's no backing but guess what the more risk you have in life what do you get more reward also so this thought that you need you know to have is is do you really um do you really understand what you're currently investing in? Has somebody sold you an annuity sold you a mutual fund have they have they uh, talked to you into buying an exchange traded fund or a REIT real estate investment trust do you understand it? I'd I'd like to encourage you to give me a call. I mean, there is knowledge is power, no obligation, but I want to lay out to the audience today, just like you were sitting in front of me and we were just going to talk about the basics of investing and whether you're 12 years old or you're 92 years old, it knowledge is still power. And, and so if you've got a question, if you're looking at your statement going, man, it's really down, and and why is that? And I'm not getting the answers that I want, then then call us. You can reach me. I'm, again, I'm Michael McGuire at 405-760-5863, and we'll just have a, a conversation like this. We'll just lay out, and I'll look and see exactly what you're invested in and i'll break it down for you that that you know exactly what that mutual fund is and and so and and speaking of that tony let's talk about what a mutual fund is
0: well yeah that that'll help just yeah so we're all on the same page
1: yep you know those two categories Loaning fixed income or owning equity. That's really that's what you put inside of, of a mutual fund. So here on my desk in my studio, uh, I've got a uh, I've got a pencil holder. It's a it's a little little square box. Well, that's like a mutual fund. It's a container. OK, clients, investors put money inside of that container inside that mutual fund. And there's a manager that oversees that mutual fund and they take those dollars that the clients put in and they go invest them if it's an equity mutual fund or a stock mutual fund in other words they're buying what they're buying companies and putting inside that that we'll call it a basket so the advantage of buying a mutual fund is you you're not putting all your eggs in one basket in other words when you buy into a mutual fund it may own 1250 a thousand companies so you gain the um, peace of mind that if you put a $10,000 inside of this mutual fund and it happens to own five the S&P 500 for example it owns 500 of the biggest companies in America your 10,000 is spread among those 500 companies so could you lose all your money Yes. Is that very likely that the biggest 500 companies in America all go out of business? It's never happened in the history of America. And if it does, it's doomsday anyway. Now, can you (laughs) lose can you lose though? Absolutely. Can you lose year over year? Absolutely. This is where you really need to be with an advisor that really understands the products that you're investing in and that can really teach you that can pull back, you know, all that wall street lingo and, and just really in plain English say, here's what you own. And, and, and when, when we're talking about, for example, the S and P 500, that's called an index and great way. If, if your risk tolerance score and, and where you are in life um, shows that you need growth, it, it's a, it's a great way to do it because there's things that you got to consider when you invest. What does it cost me? Just like when you buy anything, it's important to know, you know, the person selling you that, are they making a commission? Are they charging you a fee for their advice? Are there uh, hidden fees inside of that fund? So you know that Michael McGuire uh, recommends that you buy uh, a a certain S&P 500 index fund that Michael McGuire didn't create that. Some mutual fund company created that, and you know they're not doing it for free. So what do they make off of you going through me to invest in that? Right. You know you need to know, you need to have an advisor that you have faith in, that you trust, and I think no like and trust that you know. And so I love that when when we talk about investing, and I don't care. What your education level is, if you've got a triple PhD in 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 finance through hard knocks or or you know through education, we all it's just as simple as this. It's the basics that that in anything you do in life, you build a foundation, and you you do it with knowledge. And so, when I'm looking at somebody's uh, retirement, I want to look and see have they established a plan. Can I do that for them? Can I help lay out the foundation of a solid financial plan that I like to say is all weather that can go through good times and bad times equally? Then we are doing our job when we when we um well, we bring value to the table, and that's the real, the real reason we're trying so hard to get in front of younger people. Because there's something else I haven't really talked about so far today, and that is there's two different types of 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 of, of ways that you earn money. You can earn money tax free, or tax deferred, or actually three ways, or fully taxable. Tony, so if if I'm going to invest, and I'm going to go back to you know into a um, CD, or I'm going to invest in a company, I can do that in in two different ty- ways. Or actually, in, in the retirement arena, we call that qualified accounts. I can buy what they call a tax deferred qualified account or a Roth qualified account. So, if I put money in a Roth IRA for example, and I buy that uh CD inside that, in that Roth, that interest that that pays, you will never be taxed on. If you if you buy that and hold that and when you decide to start pulling money out at retirement time, then you're not going to be paid t- taxes, but you're also not going to get a tax deduction when you fund that. The traditional IRA you could still buy the CD, but it grows tax deferred, Tony. So interest goes into the IRA account, individual retirement account. As it grows each year, no 1099s go out. So it's tax deferred growth. That's what that means by that. But when you get ready to live on it and pull money out, of the IRA. So it's no longer under that umbrella that creates a 1099. Now it's taxed. So you deferred paying taxes using the traditional just about an hour ago. I sat down with a young man, 29 years old, uh, great job, just looked at his finances, looked at his debt side, looked at his current assets. He brought in three different, at that young, he, he's worked at three different places, which is very common today, and he had three different uh, 401ks. He had a current one and he had past employer ones. And I looked at him and I had him had him uh, do the, the our risk analysis and I'll get with him next week and I'm going to present our plan. Well, I can promise you that I will take a, a, a tablet. And I'll make a big T and I'll look on the on the left side, which is that fixed income side. And I'll look at his current holdings and I'll write down, Okay, he's got so much in a bank savings account, checking account. Oh, he owns a CD or no, he doesn't have a CD. Oh, he's got a bond. He, he's or he doesn't have bonds. And then I'll put it on the right side and I'll look, OK, what mutual funds does he own? Does he own any individual stocks? And I'll look at those 401ks and I'll, I'll pull that out. Oh, he owns mutual funds. This Maybe mutual an IRA. Fund. Yeah. I will look and see and start creating, which I'm doing for him. Uh, I'll, I'll create a financial plan and we work with certified financial planners that will actually put together the plans for us. And then I will sit down with him. Uh, it takes about a week and I will, will give him a very, very, uh, awesome report of where he is today where he stands where he stands with risk what where he stands with diversification you know tony i can't tell you how many times somebody comes in and they bring that they own five mutual funds and they think they're diversified and when i do an x-ray of those mutual funds i let them know that well you may own five funds but you you realize that uh, they're all very similar in their top holdings. So are you really diversified? Um, if you own five funds and 35% of it is all in the same thing. So it's important that, that you understand what is diversification and let's talk about that. So, when, when Tony, in your mind, when, when somebody says, hey, are you diversified, what, what what comes to your mind immediately when you hear that word?
0: Well, most people, I think, when they hear the word diversified means, uh, do I have risky stocks or do I have conservative stocks? Um, yeah. I'm diversified in that all my money isn't in uh, just in Google or Apple. I have some money in other stocks. That's, I think, what people think of when they think diversity, um, you know, how diversified is, are they within that portfolio?
1: Yes. And, and even to expand it further is how much money do I have allocated into certain sectors of stocks? You know, do I have all of my money in technology? Do I have it in biotechnology do I have it in manufacturing? Do I have my money in the food industry, in the service industry? Do I, you know, in chip conductors manufacturers? Um, so within that sect, this equity sector, we we can own different, different types of companies, industries, but also we need to be geographically. Maybe be um, diversified. Maybe we own a group of um, r- uh, real estate holdings. We own a real estate investment trust. And is that, that group of apartments that we own inside that, is that geographically um, diversified? Or is it all concentrated in Oklahoma? Well, what if something happens to the oil field? Sure. Then, then you have higher risk. So when I, when I talk about are you diversified, I want to not only make sure that, that you have. Uh, different styles, types of companies, but that you have different things than companies that you own. Own some things that have short-term maturities that are super safe. That you own annuities. That you own mutual funds. That you own some real estate. That you uh, that you have have taken your your money and you have not put it all in one thing, so that you know that you're kind of what you're trying to do is to build an all-weather portfolio now when everything's down everything's down and we're experiencing that right now when you look at your 401ks even if you're in bonds even if you're on that iou side we've seen bond values drop we've seen equity values drop we we've seen things unless you're in a fixed index annuity or a cd or something that has a guarantee a principal then you have seen your money fall now those things you haven't again maybe you should own some things that can't go down that can only go up Um, so a frank conversation of where you are today a really detailed analysis on what you own today and laying a roadmap of where you need to be you know if we're going to retire and, and, and we're used to living on $100,000 a year. We need to have saved up typically where we can live on eighty to 85000 replacement of, of that hundred, dollars um, while we're not having to work. In other words, we're retired. We got mailbox money coming in about 80 85% of what we used to have to go out and work to get. So we have that in mind. And so from there, we can work backwards to know how much you need to be putting away. You you've saved up X amount of dollars. I tell you, you need this amount to retire. You look and say, okay, I wanna retire at 65. So Mike, I've got another 20 years. And then we figure out how much you need to put in each and every month to reach that goal comfortably. Things will change, obviously. But we will we will adjust our plan accordingly. But but once we lay out that plan and you really understand that, wow, you know, I went to see Mike and I was really worried. I was down a lot with my four oh one K and my old retirement plans and and my current advisor. And now you know for the first time i know what my goal is i know how much money i'm trying to save up and more importantly i understand what i'm in i understand the risk and i can sleep better at night because tony when 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 the doctor called me and said mike that biopsy on your your head is cancer well, I'm going to tell you uh, that worried me greatly. And granted, it was just one day. I went the next this morning and 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 had that cut out, and then I got good news about that. But that because I didn't know Tony, it it, it made me uneasy. And because I knew the outlook, you know, it could it could have been a bad prognosis. And so, um, same thing on retirement. If you don't know how much you need, it. it it, it makes you uneasy when you're looking at your account or you don't understand. Sure. Well, what you, you don't know. have a,
0: you got to have that set goal and understand where you're at and where you need to get to. Right.
1: Absolutely. And, and this peace of mind means so much. Um, yeah. There's something else when you do a true financial plan, not just look, you don't just look at the asset side, you look at the liability side. I'm going to give you advice on the liability side as well. I want your house to be in order and I'm telling you the peace of mind that I received from my doctor's visit today when he looked at me and he said, Mike, you're not to worry. It is all removed, and, and we did that very early, and you don't have to worry. Well, I immediately, Tony, had that peace of mind, and that's what I give my clients. You know, not to worry, Mr. and Mrs. Client. You have uh, I have went in with your help. And you have a plan and you have the ability to reach this goal. And I don't want you to worry about it anymore. I just want you to do what I'm going to tell you to do. And we will meet every six months at minimum, uh, talk on the phone as often as we need to see each other as often as we need to. But we will reach this goal. So go to bed tonight and don't worry about it. it's taken care of. That's what we deliver. And that's what we want for you. Um, So we're going to look at assets. We're going to look at liability. I'm going to make sure that when you look at a, a financial triangle, that the very bottom, Tony, you know, if you if you were to draw a triangle and at the very bottom quarter that draw a line across it and then do one more line above it. And finally, a line at the very top, just think of a of a of a triangle. That bottom quarter all the way across is a foundation. This is the money I'm going to make sure that you have for an emergency. This is money that's in your checking account. That's in very short term investments uh, that can easily be converted to cash within 12 months. So that that portion we want to make sure you have so that if you have a major catastrophe happen financially, that uh, you can make it for six months without, you know, no problem. The next level is income. This is where I'm gonna build for you a portfolio on that fixed income side, that bond side, those annuities, this is where I'm going to place and layer in investments that have IOUs, that have backing, that you can sleep at night and not worry that the S&P is down 30%, not worry that we're in a major recession, not worry that they keep raising interest rates because this money has a guarantee. The next level is growth. This is money where it's going to be tossed around with the C's, ups and downs of the market. It's going to have times like right now when the market's down. This is when you buy. It's called dollar cost averaging. This is where you put money in. If you're in your accumulation stage of your investment life, this is where you make money. It does not feel good at all tony it doesn't feel good to buy things that are on sale now isn't that a crazy statement (laughs) but it's true it's true um you know if i'm it sounds
0: weird but yeah it can happen yeah
1: i'm looking at a tractor man i never thought i'd be looking at a tractor but now i got a little land and i got a little pond and and i'm gonna have some livestock and and i've got to go buy a tractor tractors are not cheap Tony it's ridiculous (laughs) and so if I see one on sale 30% off Michael McGuire is going to get excited I am going to call my wife and I'm going to tell her oh my gosh this tractor is on sale 30% we got to get it honey we got to but if I'm an investor and I've bought this great company. I know it's a great company. It's been around forever and it it makes money in good times and bad times, but it's a victim of a, of a bear market. It's down 30%. I'm not hooping and hollering. I'm calling my wife crying. Oh honey, I, our, our stock is down 30%. Do I need to have that attitude? No. But now if I'm, That I don't need to have that attitude if I'm still working. In other words, I don't need that money today. That money's for tomorrow. I should get excited that it's on sale and I should find new money to go buy into that. Okay. Then the next level above is aggressive growth. Now, this is where we're buying things that are more speculative, cyber currencies. Maybe it's gold. Maybe it's silver. This is an area that we're taking more risk. Maybe it's futures. That we're taking more risk to get what? More return. But we have our eyes wide open. This area is not appropriate for a lot of people. This area is appropriate for some people. Um, we deal in all areas. Super, super safe. Zero risk. You've got a backing, a guarantee, an IOU, uh, all the way to brand-new startup company or cyber currencies. Or we're going to give our suggestions, our advice to you. Um, and that's what makes it so fun and exciting in the world of investing. You had the ability, you listening to me, had the ability to make a major, major change for the good of your future. It just starts doing it now. Quit procrastinating. If back to my, because it's so fresh on my mind, back to my skin problem that I had when they removed that cancer, if I would have procrastinated, put it off, not done it, that could have ended very ugly, very badly. If you're listening to me and you haven't created a plan, you've just basically went to work, you put money in where they told you, you really hadn't thought about it, you hadn't really looked at it, that's not the way to go. You need to know what you're doing, and you need to have somebody that has your best interest at heart helping guide you. One phone call, Call me, Michael McGuire, at 405-760-5863, and I'm going to put in your hands my book, Tall Ships and Small Ships. It's navigating the turbulent seas of retirement. And, and I... I I can't spell cat Tony I can't spell <laughs> cat but 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 I had a team of of ghostwriters that interviewed me it's all me it's all my words it's not none of theirs um, but I certainly uh, you know. Uh, I know uh, my education is my strong suit is not <laughs> is not the English language, like which I'm sure people listen to me talk sometimes cringe like my wife does. But you know what? I'm me and I'm real and I understand numbers and I understand business. And I, I certainly understand investing and I know how to put together a financial plan that's rock solid. And I'll put in your hands that book, which is an excellent book resource you no obligation at all um i know i know this what goes around comes around what you sow you reap and so if i help enough other people oh, oh uh, uh zig ziglar used to say and oh, it's yeah. so true you help enough other people get what they want in life you will get everything you want in life. And that's mm-hmm. so true. So you don't try to, you know, oh, I cannot stand somebody that just wants to sell you a product. You know, if all you have is a nail and, and um, you know, uh, or you I mean your only tool is a hammer, you know, everything looks like an you and that, and that's right. all you want to do is sell somebody, you know, uh, that one particular product now that product may be the best thing since sliced bread but certainly if you're if you have a financial advisor you want somebody that has the whole game at their disposal for you you want to be able to truly be diversified you want to be able to own Everything that is out there at least have the ability because things change. Recessions happen in my advice that I gave three years ago is much different than it is today, because three years ago was a different time in a different set of circumstances than today And 10 years ago it was different and 15 years ago. Now, the principles are the same, Tony, but what? where my value comes in is to look at you and say oh my gosh your last person never talked to you never moved it, never took advantage of low prices, never, never got you to safety, never told you and warned you that recessions can last more than six months, that they they can go three years. I mean, how would you feel if you wake up and you've worked all your life, you've accumulated a million dollars, you look at your statement now and you're down to 800,000? How would you feel if a year from now you didn't do anything about it and now you're down to 500,000? It's dropped 50%. I know how you'd feel. Absolutely sick. You do not go into retirement without a plan. You don't do that. You pick up the phone, give me a call. We'll create a plan. We will protect you. We will protect the money that needs to be protected. We'll let the money that needs to grow, grow. But you'll understand exactly what you're doing, why you're doing it, and you will sleep at night knowing it. So. I, I just – it it's not rocket science, Tony. It's not. But it is – it's also something that a lot of people don't – just don't do. They don't want to think about it, you know. And and that's why I love it. It's on my shoulders. I'll do all the thinking about this, or you can get as involved as you want. I've got clients – That are super involved that call me every day literally call me every day and i got clients that didn't talk to me until we do our reviews our quarterly reviews so um, whatever client you are we want to help you and uh, we want to look at that whole picture you know uh, we want to look at taxes taxes are are a serious problem going forward um country's 31 trillion in debt We've got interest rates going higher, um, but Uncle Sam's got to get their money one way or another, And, and the one way they get it, folks, is to tax us. So you need to be aware of all the legal loopholes that are at your disposal with a good financial advisor to direct you to convert your traditional IRAs over to Roth's. Pay your taxes now. Let it grow tax free in the future. Has anybody talked to you about that? Do, do you know that you can do that? Have you, do you really understand all the tax advantages of, of certain investments that are out there? You need to be with somebody that considers assets, liabilities, taxation, all those things are are at the heart of a solid financial plan. Social security. Do you know what you're you're going to get? Do you know the website to quickly uh, register and, and see? We'll teach you that because we're going to want that from you. To do your financial plan, we're going to want to see that. Um, are you aware of any annuities you might already have besides social security? Are you um do you understand the advantage of, of overfunding a life insurance policy? Do you know that in the future that you can actually borrow from your own policy tax-free? Has anybody explained that to you? These are things that if you were, you know, my best friend, if you were my client, if you were my family, that I'm going to share those things just like I want them to share what they do with me. Um, some of our really good friends, actually two of them on their own chiropractic uh, facilities. And, and when I have a problem with my back, that's who I call. I, I know they understand what to do there. And, and I have, uh, you know, a friend that, um, uh, that, uh, is in the building industry and, and, um, uh, construction and if i when i was laying out what i want to do with my land and and i'm calling them up and having them come out and and give me all their years of wisdom i i want to i want to get that and that i want to be that person for you that when you're at a a car lot and you're looking at a car and they're wanting you to finance it i want i want to and you know, you got the money to pay for it in cash. I want to have a conversation with you. Maybe, maybe a few years ago, I would have told you, Hey, take that 0% interest. You know, you're making more than that. Um, so on your money. So that is the advantage of having an advisor that is holistic, holistic meaning looks at the entire picture, everything that you have, everything that you want to be, that they look at that. They know your health. Uh, those are important questions. If you're getting ready to, uh, start social security, you realize that you can take it at 62. Or you can wait till you're 70. Um, when you take it matters and your health and your family's health, your health history matters in making that termination. So we're going to look at those things. Uh, so anywhere from simple asset management to true holistic financial planning um, where your one-stop shop. Do you have disability insurance? Are you getting that through work? Are you retiring? Do you need it now? Do you have life insurance that's strictly for the beneficiary not for your retirement? Do you have long-term care? We do all those things and much much more. So one phone call to me, Michael McGuire, you get me. You're not going to get, um, one of my other advisors that work for us. And we have several, um, this radio show I'm putting on for me. And, and so, a uh, call in from this radio show, I'm not going to put you with somebody else. You're with me. And again, it's Michael McGuire at four zero five seven, six, zero five, eight, six,
0: three. All right. Well, that sounds great. And A great topic today, but we're out of time. Thank you so much, Michael. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire. Thank you for listening to The Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at McGuireCap.com.